Gospel of John, chapter 2, from verse 1, the Bible says, On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited. The mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washing, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, Fill the jars with water, so they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiters, so they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to them, said to him everyone serves good wine first and then when people have drunk freely an inferior one but you have kept the good wine until now jesus did this as the beginning of his signs in cana in galilee and so revealed his glory and his disciples began to believe in him after this he and his mother his brothers and his disciples went down to Capernaum, stayed there only a few days. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving, we honor you, we praise you, we worship you, we submit and surrender ourselves to you. We open our hearts, Lord, to hear your word. Speak to us, Lord. Teach us something new that is going to help us to grow in the knowledge of you, to have our hearts transformed, our mind focused on you, our eyes fixed on you. And to learn something new that is going to help us to have our minds and our perspective transformed. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Now, we are looking at a very common scripture about Jesus changing water into wine. It makes me smile to think about that concept because like we know wine um, it is about him restoring joy where there was no joy. You see uh, those days um, it was very important that if someone has a wedding to make sure you have wine to give to the guests and of course to celebrate the wedding and if there is no wine then of course it will be a sign of shame and um, it will not be very good because the joy that was meant to be present would not be otherwise so we look at this scripture and we realize that We realize um, the message behind the whole thing. <laughs> so.
So the topic for this meditation will be joy restored. Joy restored. Because this is um, what Jesus did. This is what he did when he showed up. But there is something very uh, interesting that we are we are reading here. The Bible says that um, the mother of Jesus was there. She was there already. We have an intercessor. And then verse 2 says Jesus and his disciples were also invited. Now, there is a connection here. Jesus and the disciples were invited, but the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus was invited, but the mother of Jesus was there. She's a real mother. She um, has already taken on this task chosen by Abba Father to be the one to carry the Son of God and to accept the word to become flesh in her so that Jesus would come and do what he wanted to do. So there was a purpose why she was chosen. And now here, she being a mother knew that the time for Jesus to start his ministry was probably around the corner or it was it had begun. And I'm not surprised when I see her there already because she is already a mediator. She's an intercessor. And her presence there um, does not shock me because definitely <laughs> there was a need. When there was a need of a savior to come and die on the cross, she was chosen at the age of 14. When there was a need in this family to have their joy restored and shame hidden, she was there. So she seems to be present and in a situation where the need shows up. When there was a need to have John the Baptist anointed so that he can come and make a way for the Lord, she showed up. She didn't even know what had happened. She showed up going to visit the auntie who apparently was Elizabeth. And it was revealed to Elizabeth what she's carrying. And as they conversed, she was declared blessed. Blessed are you among women. She was carrying the Son of God. So John the Baptist receives the Holy Spirit. At that moment, grows on to become a prophet who was coming to make a way for the Lord. Now, she's already present in this uh, family, this wedding, and quietly and silence, silently she seems to know what the problem is before even the owners of the home, the bridegroom knows. She already knows the problem and she knows what to do. She doesn't go trying to miss water here and there or tell the bridegroom, but she knows where to go, to Jesus, to Jesus. So she goes to Jesus and tells him what is happening. Now, the main message here is about the fact that she addresses a need a need in this home that nobody else has spoken about we even us readers did not know there was a need but she knew how she happened to be there we do not know but we know from her appointment to be the mother of jesus the mother of our god 
to be or the one to allow the kingdom of God to be established. She said yes, and she continued to say that nothing shall be impossible for God. And um, that means she knows her place. She knows why she's here. So she becomes um, an intercessor for this family, for this wedding. And Jesus then uh, knows exactly, of course he knew what to do, but it's like um, he's been ushered into doing what he came to do. And this happened to be a moment that we see, the Bible says, the start of his ministry. And so he knows what to do. So there are six jars, fill the jars with water to the brim, and then uh, told them to draw some out. And we, ha- we have been shown that there were jars, there were six jars of water. And... If there are six, seven is a number of completion. Jesus is present and they have no wine. So for them to be restored, for their joy to be restored, for the joy of this couple to be restored, for their lives to be restored, they needed Jesus to intervene. And that is why we don't know how or what he did. But we know that after they went to draw some water from the jars, it was the best wine. In fact, it is not just the the servers who recognize that, but um, the Bible says that the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, because the head waiter apparently um, also thought did not know how that wine was really the best that there could ever be. He said everyone serves good wine first and then when people have drunk freely, the inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. It was a miracle. You see, when Jesus does a miracle, it is not just, uh, it doesn't come as a common thing. There is joy. The joy of the Lord becomes part of the miracle. And this could not have been as a normal wine. It had to be different. It had to be better. And they had to realize and to notice it. But if you look keenly, the disciples did not talk about it. So here we see the mother of Jesus, Mary, points at the disciples and tells them what they need to do. And then on the other hand, tells the son that there is a situation that needs you to address. So she knows what exactly to do and who to tell. So he told the servers, do whatever he tells you. Because they also had not known really who Jesus was. But the mother knew exactly who he was because she knows well the message that was presented to her by the angel Gabriel at the Annunciation. So she comes to introduce the son to doing what he was sent here to do and then also introduces the disciples to meet the new, the new master, their new teacher in action. 
and it is very very interesting to imagine how the situation was and definitely the the miracle happens now in the life of this family now <clears throat> when you think about our lives <clears throat> many are the times when we go through different kind of needs and sometimes we don't even recognize um what need really you know we know that there's something but you can't put a finger on and whatever it is whatever it is whatever blessing that god gives us the bible says he adds no sorrow to it sometimes there are moments in our lives that we will need and we need that joy of god to be part of our blessing to be part of our lives to be part of our day so that whatever we do will be filled with that joy and because of that joy we know nehemiah said that the joy of the lord is my strength so we need the joy of the lord so that the strength that we need can just flow freely from within us where there is no joy there is tension there is fear definitely there is no strength we feel weary we feel weak so the secret is joy and for this joy to be maintained remember what uh, mary said after the annunciation and she went and met um she met elizabeth so when mary visited elizabeth it is in the gospel of luke chapter 1 from verse 46 she said my soul proclaims the greatness of the lord for he has shown might with his arm despite the arrogance of mind and heart he has thrown down the rulers from their thrones but lifted up the lowly the hungry he has filled with good things the rich he has sent away empty he has helped Israel his servant remembering his mercy according to his promise to our fathers to Abraham and to his descendants forever and the bible says that Mary remained with her about six about three months then returned to her home praise god now what 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 i want to capture is the fact that this joy is the presence of the holy spirit this joy is the presence of god this joy is the presence of jesus that is why he's he's the seventh the seventh jar this is the wine that jesus gives to this couple to this family this is the wine that he wants to give us you know because when the joy is restored when the joy of the lord is restored then everything changes imagine the task that mary was given as a 14 year old she was told so many things by the angel she did not even understand and then she goes to elizabeth and elizabeth is prophesying other big words like the mother of god and she like I'm sure she was all shocked and surprised but we don't see her anxious we don't see her afraid well she was already overshadowed by the holy spirit to have conceived the child jesus but at this point she gets the the the, the joy of the lord and she's prophesying and the holy spirit has taken over so when the holy spirit holy spirit takes over it does not matter how difficult the situation is it doesn't matter how challenging the situation is it doesn't matter whether we can see or cannot it doesn't matter whether we are going or coming what matters is that the burden is lifted and the restoration of god of the grace of god you know equips us to be able to handle every challenge so we can face the same mountain but with the joy of the lord with the presence of the holy spirit it seems like a molehill 
we can face the same problem but the presence of the holy spirit enables us not to um to feel even the pain or the challenge or the heaviness or the burden of it because god changes everything the presence of jesus the presence of grace the presence of the holy spirit this is what the lord was restoring to this family this is what he wants to restore to us here and now who are listening to this podcast who are here reading this word the new thing that he wants to do is to restore joy when joy is restored it doesn't mean that the, the cross is lifted it doesn't mean that the challenge is lifted it only means that we face the same thing but a different perspective because the joy of the lord becomes our strength so we don't have to struggle to find the strength to carry that cross or to face that that situation the lord in us faces it and we just celebrate and enjoy the whole process so this is the package the lord wants us to give you open our hearts and receive it in jesus name and it shall be our portion so we pray father in the mighty name of jesus with thanksgiving we offer our hearts our mind our soul to you we thank you lord for opening our hearts and teaching us something new reminding us that you want to restore that joy the joy of your presence of your salvation in our hearts to help us lord that in everything that comes our way in everything that we face that with the joy of your presence we shall be transformed and even whatever we do it shall not be a burden it shall not be a mountain it shall not be a valley but we shall walk with your grace and with your strength with your peace and we shall celebrate that you have won victory for us because you are the one who fights our battles and gives us victory we give you all the glory and all the praise for who you are this in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen